Welcome everyone to the Rest Podcast, where our goal is to help each and every one of you displace confusion, chaos, and dis-ease in order to heal and find significance in life. I am your host, Natalie Roberts, and I am here with the author of The Reconstitution Method for Healing and Rest, Virginia Dixon. Catherine, thanks for joining me for another segment. You're welcome. During the course of the last three, four years or so, five years, certainly since Trump was elected, I hear people insult each other, undermine each other, criticize each other, and there's so much division and chaos and dis-ease around thoughts, opinions, perspectives, worldviews, and the words that have captivated my attention are stupid, ignorant, and dumb. So I want to talk about those three (laughs) words because it's occurred to me, well, define those words for us, ignorant. Well, actually, the origin of the word ignorant comes from the fact that ignore. So to ignore something and not giving it any respect or attention creates a mind that is empty and dark of knowledge. So ignorant means without knowledge. Without knowledge. And based on ignoring it. Vocabulary, everyone. Ignorant without knowledge. So let's all write ignorant. Okay. Without knowledge. I just decided so when someone is ignorant, it's not an insult. They're just without knowledge. But also they've ignored knowledge the same time the root of ignorant is ignoring knowledge okay yeah dumb dumb means someone who can't speak inarticulate who has nothing to say <laughs> that is of any value stupid meaning you are in a stupor which it drugged almost where you are not thinking rationally like an animal is stupid. So if I am ignorant without knowledge, I'm going to say a lot of dumb things or do dumb things and say stupid. And be stupid. And be, stu- <laughs> <laughs> and be stupid. So here's the thing. Now I know why I wanted to do this whole vocabulary thing. Mm. So you're not ignorant. You're not dumbfounded by the state of affairs. Right. And you don't say stupid things. Or do stupid things. Or do stupid things. So that's why I wanted to have this conversation. Because the people that I find using these words, I'm pretty much are consumed by all of them. Are wrapped up in all of them. They're ignorant. They're dumbfounded. And they're just trying to find words and make sense and create their own truth. My truth is usually dumb. Because they have no truth. That's why. Right. So be careful. I want you to be careful about using my truth. There's your opinion, which by the way, there's nothing wrong with your opinion. And then there's truth. Your opinion is not the truth. May not be the the truth. May not not be be the the truth. truth. The truth is the truth. So then we don't do and act in stupid. Opinion is a subjective conclusion or thought and it's personal property. But absolute truth is common to all. There's nothing wrong 
with your personal property and your opinion as long as changeable exactly and as long as it doesn't come at the expense of you depriving another person with their of expressing their opinion which is their property right and so we respect other people's opinions without argument and truth is so important because that's where we find grace because truth is accessible to all it's foundational and it's not the property it's unchangeable it's not the property of anyone it's universal that's right that's where our equality comes together with truth we're equal under the truth so I hope everyone's clear on this ignorance is without knowledge and sometimes it is intentional. More often than not, you're going to hear a lot of people make statements of facts and you're going to feel great dis-ease when they're talking to you. And immediately you're going to want to access this word ignorant. You're going to see that they're without knowledge. They're posturing on something that is violating your conscience making it almost impossible for you to embrace what you're being told because it's violating your conscience, your capacity to reason. So I want you to know that you can comfortably say that appears, seems to be an ignorant comment. So before you exercise judgment, pause and ask them a question. What is the seed of that idea? How did you come to that conclusion? What is the history behind your perspective? We talked about history in the last segment. What is the history? What is the seed of the idea from which you're drawing this conclusion? That's a good way to internally begin to reason through something that's making you uncomfortable. Well, it doesn't mean in comfort. You have to ask yourself, is this true? And then you have to search your own for yourself. You never take anybody's statement for granted as fact or true and you have to find and do your homework absolutely you're responsible for your own thoughts and your own opinions and to take others as a matter of fact or blindly is ignorant you're ignoring your knowledge you're taking somebody else's ideas as your own and that's usurping your responsibility well listening to you talk there's a lot of ignorance that's being propagated People are saying a lot of outrageous things about many, 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 many things. That's why we have to fact check. We have to do our own fact checking. Yeah, you don't need fact checkers to check the facts. No. You be the fact checker. Exactly, for yourself. That's right. You're responsible for knowing. You're responsible for your own ignorance. I have literally heard congressional hearings with facts, evidence, data, information, and it is rejected. That is ignorance. It's willful ignorance. If willful facts ignorance. be true. That's right. When the facts are true and a person rejects it, that's willful ignorance. And I think it is rebellion. It's damaging to themselves as well as if they have any authority. And maybe that I think, uh, destroys their credibility. It does, but when a person willfully ignores facts and then turns the willful avoidance of facts into an assault on you, 
Absolutely. It's dark. I'm just saying it is that dark when somebody willfully mm-hmm. rejects the truth in the face of evidence and facts, that that is a form of not just ignorance, but rebellion. And there is a spiritual constitution to full-on rebellion in the face of facts. And it is dark, and it has, how about this, it has a spiritual constitution. Well, well, yes, I think it's beyond rebellion. It's revolting and evil because it arouses people to act in an unreasonable, irrational, even violent manner. By the way, this is why mental illness has become what it's become. Because in the face of evidence of facts, there is willful disregard for facts, which is willful ignorance in face of evidence. And it is a form of evil that is perpetrated, and it does have a spiritual constitution. You can call it a plague of our times. Yep. It makes us do, say, and act in dumb ways when we choose to be ignorant, willfully ignore information that does not suit our narrative. It makes us, whether we realize it or not, do and say dumb things. Well, yes. And again, we have no property of our own opinion and we are simply imitators or copyists which again it violates the, our individuality and that's why stupidity is becoming so evident to those standing by watching but we're taught to we're taught by in an education that says memorize this that's your answer there's only one answer and I'm giving it to you and you take it and no there's no other answer don't think for yourself we know better. Uh, you're ignorant. Conventional education. Absolutely. Trained SEALs, in a sense. But that's a product of progressive education. And, by the way, there's no pill that's going to fix this. There's no institution that will fix this problem. We need to understand why the, this plague of ignorance, this culture... And this generation that seems so, we're so dumbfounded by so many things. It's because there is so much willful ignorance. We're dumbfounded. And this is why we see so much stupidity in our midst. But stupidity, and stupidity has an end. Yes, it where does. it becomes ridiculous. And then the pain comes. That's what we're seeing. And then there's awakening. Because the pain awakens us to respond to appease, or shall I say, bring the end to the pain. So, wrong ideas impels and compels us to turn seeking the right ideas, the right, and not be ignorant, and to do our own homework, to do our own search. And that is actually happening in the middle of all of this plague. And you don't call it a plague. It is a plague. And our land, intellectual plague, emotional plague, all of it, and that's what's causing a lot of our physical pain. And it's, it's hurting our conscience, it's hurting our affections, our relationships, all of it. Thankfully, there's enough stupidity that there is an awakening. Yes. Because it's violating our conscience. <laughs> 
And that's another way, I guess, of looking at the confusion, chaos, and disease that is upon us. That's why I wanted to have this conversation with you. Well, I didn't expect it, but I think it's useful. Who else would tolerate this? (laughs) So, do not be willfully ignorant without knowledge so that you cannot be dumbfounded by the state of affairs and then you will not do and say stupid things. But when those around you are doing, saying stupid things, behaving in stupid ways, and are dumbfounded and paralyzed by their confusion, chaos, and disease that they find themselves in, right? Understand and try to pierce. Understand, I guess, what is lacking What is it that they're without knowledge about? Be willing to ask questions to engage in this process. Because I think if we peel back the layers of all this, all of a sudden people will say things like, I never realized that. I never understood it that way. So when you identify ignorance within yourself and others, have measures of compassion And at least exercise a measure of patience so you can determine, is it willful ignorance, rebellious ignorance, or is it just really a lack of knowledge? They don't, they're without knowledge. They didn't understand what I assumed they always knew. Or I I didn't know myself to begin with. Exactly. And someone once told me, Have compassion on your own ignorance. And when you do that, then you will be ready to learn on your own. And when you learn something, then you can teach it. Then you can identify it. Then you can teach it. Then you can know it gently, gently with love and compassion. Because you'll have a measure of grace because you'll realize you were ignorant too about a matter. For example, I never understood history outside of academics. I never fully understood government outside of political discourse. I never understood education outside of academia until the last 20 years I've been reasoning through these ideas with you and you taught me that a view of history is ultimately a view of God. He is or he isn't. And you need to reconcile the consequence of the ideas that you think you have of how you process your view of history because it's going to have a consequence on how you do what? Govern. Govern. You self-govern. Direct, regulate, control, restrain in your life and the view you have of everything. And then there's the measure of education. You're going to advance ignorance or knowledge on these matters. And I have chosen... I have decided, I have reasoned that that is the cause of great dis-ease in our lives. And it's the cause of great pain is ignorance that leads us to do dumb things and act and say stupid things. Well, those things lead to destruction of all kinds. And I want to add to the idea of history being first personal. And then government is also personal, individual. Education is personal, internal first, and the individual. And 
so to think of yourself not as a collective, but a collective of individuals, and that will separate you. You will not, you will be able to not join the ignorant. You will not join the dumbfounded. You will have ability to articulate your own thoughts and have a thought of your own based on your understanding of your history, your government, and your own education. We are a nation built on self-knowledge, self-government, self-education. There was no public education until in the 19th century. And so we're a nation of individuals built on the importance of the individual for him to know for himself, to know the truth for himself, and to awaken to his own responsibilities to know, to govern his own life according to knowledge. And what knowledge does he have? He must pursue his own understanding of truth. Not his truth, absolute truth. Because truth by definition is absolute. The whole universe was created with absolute formulas, mathematics. And why not man? That was the birth of science, is those absolute truths. Knowledge is science. True science is knowledge of absolute truth, the operations of all matter and things and people. And in the last three years, we see how tampering with that, the perversion of that, the propagandizing of that, we see the death and destruction that it has brought upon us. But we also see that that has become the fracture of institutions now. And we see the collapse of the deception of our time. It's self-destroying. That's right. Lies self-destruct. We just have to measure we're standing on what is true and not lie. The truth is indestructible and lies will die a natural death. Well, we know about the wise man and the foolish man. The foolish man built his house on sand and the wise man built his house on a rock. What are we standing on? Rock or sand? You have to know for yourself. Good. Next segment, we're going to get deep into vocabulary. But before we go into words that we use every day and understanding their meaning and if they're internal causes or external effects, I wanted to have this conversation. So it was really good. (laughs) Thank you. I got that out of my system once and for all. All right, everyone, to learn more about Catherine Ding and the Philomath Foundation, please go to philomathfoundation.com. That's P-H-I-L-O mathfoundation.com. For updates about rest and this podcast, please visit our Instagram or Facebook, The Place of Rest. If you'd like more information about Virginia or to support and join the cause of rest, please go to virginiadixon.com forward slash collaborate or call 949-289-5935. Thank you for listening to Rest with Virginia Dixon. We'll see you next week.